Lord. <clears throat> I just want to let you guys know I do wash my hands every 20 seconds. Go ahead. Okay, and we're live. We have Anthony, Dimitro, we got Joe, just Joe. Just Joe, Joe Small or Mojo Jojo. That's cool. It's one of those names. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Average Joe. Average Joe. Average Joe. Average Joe is cool. Yeah. A cup of Joe. Cup of Joe. Cup of Johan. Yeah. Cup of Joe is good, right? Where, where are we going with this? We're just talking right oh. now. <laughs> <laughs> We're just talking. So today's going to be a little different, Anthony. All right. And to all the viewers, this is pretty different too. So we usually have topics on a board. But me and Anthony actually had a very emotional conver uh, conversation mm, four or five days ago back. Uh -huh. And there was a lot of stuff, Joe, that we talked about that people go through. Uh-huh. And it's never addressed. Uh, it's never talked about. Never talked about. No, never, never. Uh, I guess we're going to start off with the world is on a pause right now. Okay. A lot of people who's <clears throat> used to serving feels like they can't serve God right now. Okay. Uh, they feel like right now they're on a pause just because the world is on the pause. And God showed me that just because the world is on a pause right now doesn't mean that your service is on a pause. Mm -hmm. You know, we still got to continue. Uh, I'll give you an example that way you get a better idea of what we're talking about. Remember when we started posting the, I started posting the videos on sharing and then it encouraged you and yeah. you was backing off, then you wanted to, and then you yeah. get in and then, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. thank the Lord you end up posting the video. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about that right now? Do you feel like. I feel, look at if I never had any inspiration from you and Anthony, from you guys posting your guys' videos, I never would have came up with my video. And because of that inspiration that you guys gave me, I allowed the Holy Spirit to work through me to examine myself, to get that word out there. Cause I didn't want to be just, well, this is a study for myself. And we always like to say that a lot, that this is a study for ourselves. And what a pastor always says, and it's always true that first we have to apply a message to ourself and then preach it to others. What I was doing was finding the message, applying it to myself, but it didn't go any further. And that was the bad part about it. So you agree that right now, you know, in this time, we should be continuing to serve God, sharing with others, uh, being in communication with God, fellowship and what other. Again, it's a responsibility we have as Christians. And sometimes even as we are Christians and we forget and even though we forget, we have to have a reminder from a brother or a sister that look at. Like you said, just because the world is on pause doesn't mean our worship has to be on pause. Exactly. You know, for example, Isaiah, when he prayed, he prayed for God to help him in his battle. But what did God do? He stopped universe and time-space continuum, but yet they still fought and did. But in a sense, they still worshipped. Right. In a sense. They still glorified God even though time physically stopped. Yeah. Amazing stuff. Now, we're gonna go on to some uh, some deeper deeper stuff in a second. But uh, what uh, what do you think about it right now, Anthony? Since since that talk that we had, 
about, you know, just because the world is on pause doesn't mean the service has to be on pause. How do you see it now since the last we talked about that? Well, at that time, you convicted me, I'll be honest. Okay. Because you made me realize that even though my service is limited, I could still serve God at home. Yeah. And right now, I think we're like day 24 or day 25. I since. think we're a little Who's bit counting? over the 40-day mark. Who's counting? Well, I'm talking, I'm talking since they ordered the shelter-in-place thing. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Are, well, we, are we more than that or under yeah, that? Whatever we are. That. 30, 40 days, whatever. Now is the first time all three of us meeting up. Yeah, since now, then. Now we're serving. Now we're in the church serving, which probably most of my family don't agree <laughs> with me doing. None of my family agrees yeah. either. Um, neither anyone else, you know, and probably the same goes with you, but, uh, look at the same way other people would want to stop, uh, other people from praying people that are not from God. Just like now there's a pastor out, I think in Florida or something, they had church. Now don't get me wrong. I agree with the coronavirus. It's bad, whatever, fine. But they put the pastor in jail. Yeah. They didn't have to put him in jail. No. They could have just gave him a low fine. They could have closed the church down. I think they warned them a few it. times, though. But still harsh. It's... You put him in jail. But but why not you, give him a jungle fine? If you look at it, though, it it's similar to what they done in the Bible. It's yeah. literally persecution. He got persecuted persecution. for it. So since that time, Anthony, you you realize that service could continue. Service can be done anywhere, even if you even if you feel like you're limited, you. If if you have a, a Bible, people around you, a, a phone, you you could still serve God no matter where you're at. Simple as this, I always tell people that you know the main thing is now today is that they can't get a Bible, they can't go to the store, they can't find it because look at people are scared now. We're at the point where people are so scared. The Bible app is the most downloaded app, right? We already agreed on that. Yeah. So look at you go on simply a blueletterbible.com. That's what I use, and it's on your phone. And you could do everything you want in the Bible, but even more. So everything now we think is limited. But if you really put your mind to it, if you put the effort to look for God, God will put the effort to work in you. Yeah, We so, have to I take agree. the first step. And I know there is a scripture or something towards that. So with that said, you, you said that night that I convicted you. I believe it was the Holy Spirit that convicted you because the, the only reason why I told you that is because I got convicted. The Holy Spirit convicted me and showed me that service doesn't need to stop. But with that said, that conversation led you to the lake house. Yeah. Yeah. The lake house. Real serious. So now me and you talked about the lake house. And I was telling you from a stranger's point of view, I have memories in that house. You're making a video now, right? something that the lord put upon your heart very personal very very deep very touchy i loved it what what was the aftermath for you you know after releasing lake house because a couple of people i talked to and they they literally said you see what anthony posts what did you think about the lake house right and uh i gave them my view on it but how do you feel after releasing that well, the video is uh, is personal. Very right? personal. 
It's personal and involves my most of the, most of the messages my life, how I felt about the house, my relationship with my papu, uh, the comfort I felt in that house, how I built that house. But that's not the main message of the video. That that's not the the aftermath. The aftermath is living in today, right? Because so many times I thought, Tony, if I could go back five, six years, be in that house and just live in that time and not have to worry about what's going on now, I'll have my pampu, I'll have my mommy, and things would be normal. But the thing is, I can't do that. No. It's not going to work. And God doesn't want me to think back then. Because back then, I might have thought, you know, I was a better Christian then. But the truth is, the Anthony of whatever, 2012, 2013, didn't know life. <laughs> he was he was a Christian. He was a servant in church, but he didn't know life. He didn't know life. He didn't know problems. You didn't experience the obstacles. You yeah, the obstacles. Now. No obstacles, Joe. Yeah. You didn't have none to make you strong, but you did have that strong faith. You had a childness to God until you grown up being a man of God. Yeah. So for me personally, I always used to think I was a better Christian then, right? And then God showed me, no, you're better today. You're better today because the trials you went through. Because you're better today because you matured. And a lot of people think that, not just you know going through hard things, but they think. I think about it a couple times. If yeah. I could go back five years, baby, I was like, this would God. If I can go back to the long time ago, before I was even married, if everyone, some people remember, I used to go to church literally four times out of the week. And if I felt really good about it, I would even go to another church. So, like, after Blasio was done, I would go straight to Nikki's church and just get it done. Yeah. And that's how strong I was and on fire I was. But, see, the whole point is no matter how many buildings, how many services, how many churches I went to, that didn't make me grow. No. All it did was I just was in church. It's like watching a series on Netflix. You don't stop at the one episode. You keep watching more episodes. Okay. I was hooked on Christ. And I was growing in a sense, but I wasn't ready for the obstacles. Well, here's here's the thing real, real quick. I based the video on one of the podcasts we did about David falling into sin. Mm-hmm. When David was repenting, his prayer wasn't, Get me back to where I used to be. Yeah. It was let me be. Let me let me go forward. Let me let me, let me serve. Let me that, be. Yeah. Let me be better. Let 100%. me be a different. A different David than the one that killed Goliath. Let me be a different David than the one that brought the. So there, there's. We want to go back to our old selves, but God is a God that moves forward. That was the whole message of the video. God moves forward, so we shouldn't be thinking. What I could what I could have been back then, but what I could be. God, today. God doesn't say, "Give me the worshipers I used to have back then," or "Give me the the worshipers back on Mount Sinai," because look how Israel felt in the future, and so on and so on. God never went back on anything; He kept going more forward, so that as time progresses, He can have better people to love Him, worshipers, as life goes on. Well, that see, because. Because he's looking for a true worshiper that worships worships him through the good and the bad, right? Yeah. Through the trials, through the, the miracles, yeah. through whatever it is. And um, 
I mean, this whole month I've been doing a lot of reminiscing. Uh, yeah, and I talked. I think about everyone it. has. Go I ahead. talked about it with uh, Anthony. Yeah. Uh, it's not the reminiscing when Yuri, when I was working and this and that. No, I started missing my father. Yeah. And um, simpler times. Yeah, definitely a simpler time. And uh, actually, I wrote that down. And I was thinking of those times, but there was, you know, some some stuff that I done that was filled with regret. Some stuff that I miss extremely bad. And uh, me and Anthony started talking about something, and uh, I hope the viewers at home understand what I'm about to say because I don't mean it in a in a harsh way. But uh, me and Anthony was saying how. You know, we always want to go back, right? Yeah. But and and this is for everybody, even the viewers. We always think about life back then, life back then, but we never realize what that done for us, or even the stuff that we regret. You people regret a lot of stuff. I regret a lot of stuff. But if it wasn't for those regrets, you wouldn't be who God wants you to be today. And uh, the Lord showed me something that that really amazes me. You see, our our mess ups and our mistakes is what makes us. That's where we learn from. Who we are today. So, so what? What that said, we learn from our mistakes. Me and Anthony was talking about something, Joe, and I don't, I don't think I ever told you. It might sound harsh, guys, but it's just the way we talk. But yeah, I men we won't talk to a lot of people, really and truthfully, is because we're lajao, hundred percent. We're lajao. We're lajao. We're ashamed. And, uh, we don't want to be in that predicament as the bad guy or anything. And uh, we're very uncomfortable, right? Oh yeah. When when that when that comes, it's not that we're stuck up or we're this or that, but we're just lajao, right? But something that the Lord showed me: Why is it when God tells us to talk to someone or? Uh, to do something like i'll give you an example my uh cousin anthony his son uh thank god he's doing so much better now uh but he had a what is it called again leukemia uh cancer right in the blood yeah baby jeremiah and um anthony calls me and he's one two three he's ready let's go tomorrow we're going we're praying for him right he doesn't know my cousin he doesn't know the situation just one two three we're going we're praying he's ready yeah and now we went we god put upon our hearts to pray for the baby and i thank the lord that he allowed us to pray for the the baby and we seen the peace on the on the baby and can i can i bring something up real quick jump in of course this is a big challenge for me joe and i told steve i think steven i think i told you this one when my papa mommy left, I always asked God, Devla, if I was in a situation where I had to pray for a, a baby with cancer, because I lost my papa mommy to cancer, I said, Devla, how could I have faith in that prayer? Because I lost the battle twice. Yeah. But at that time, when we went to Jeremiah, yeah. I ate my own words. Yeah. <laughs> I ate my own words because we seen the peace of God come upon that boy when we prayed for him. We seen we seen a boy that was scared for his life, crying for his mother. They were going to operate on him. As soon as Stephen said Amen, knocked out. Knocked out. 
it was a amazing moment and it me and anthony was shocked that whole it's a very day. crucial moment it's yeah. very deep bro yeah. me and anthony was shocked that whole day joe we couldn't get over because we're young we're we're in our 20s right and we could be doing whatever we want but yet we all we do what god wants we talked about this so many times you're literally doing god's work yeah we talked about it so many times it's the only thing that we want to do why because what he brought us through what we went through now i seen how we could have been so uncomfortable in that moment right even though it's my cousin it's so uncomfortable for me praying for for his son right and i don't know you know, I I never imagined that I would need to do that. That was the hurt for me. I never imagined that I would need to pray for my cousin's son like that. Yeah. And then seeing Anthony t- dealing with my cousin the whole day, joking and laughing. These are things that that the Lord allows us to do. You see, us as as people in general, we're la jao, Don't you know? Gotta watch the way we talk to people, or we don't know this person, so can't joke this way. But that's when scripture, where Jesus says, "Do not be nervous for what you are going to say or do, for fear not. It is I, the Lord, that dwells inside you." One hundred percent, and that's when you allow God uh, to move in you. Now, even uh, that time that we talked about all this. Uh, you know, there was a guy going through something. And I was telling, and I don't, I don't really know the guy. And I'm telling Anthony, connect me. Let's, let's do this. Let me talk to him. Let me pray. Let me minister to him. And yeah. it amazes me how, when God calls you to do something, He gives you the strength and He speaks through you. Exactly. To, Jesus you know, said, yep. to do it. Uh, it's not really you. And then, you know, looking at regret, right? Let's look at the wrongs if you look at the wrongs that you guys want to change and i was talking about this with anthony that's what made you the person you are today and and, and what even I'm, better still going a lot better and what i mean by that is uh i mean it's touchy but i told you guys going to be a emotional conversation M- me and my father we had our ups and downs and um there was a moment in time where we would never we didn't speak at all at one point and um the lord ministered to me why was that and that was because you know i i i thought that i never needed you know a father sometimes you know we think we know what's best for us and we don't listen to older people that's because the old people been through what we do. Yeah. And that's why we should be wise to our elders and but, listen to what they have to say. Go but ahead. see, because of that, now that my you know earthly father isn't here no more, I know from that time, even though I regretted it at that moment in time, but because of that, I know that I need my heavenly father. I know that I need God's guidance. And not only that, I know now, listen to your elders listen to what they got to say they're not going to stir you you know wrong listen to your papa yeah. listen to to older people uncles things even just any older person in general you know and it my point is that uh i will i think me and anthony was talking about this about we can't let go of the past because we'll be hypocrites if we say that right but we can't let the past hold us back no we're not telling you to let the past die or let it fade away forget about it completely because you can't i say put it one in for the books for example so you already surpassed that what you went through right 
there could be someone else battling through something you went through with your papa and mommy, and well, you're going to be using that. His cousin, Joel. Exactly. I'll, um, and look how you use that. I'll get into detail. Anthony Chanel, if you, if you guys are watching, using this just, just for detail. At the time, they were so shocked, Joe. They were so pressured out. The doctor was giving them the game plan. Yeah. How we're going to fight this. But they weren't listening. Because mm-hmm. they were too shocked. Mm-hmm. It was me and Steven was just there with them. And I see Steven. He's shocked. <laughs> but I'm looking at the doctor. I know the plan. Because I've been through it. I, I, I know you the know, situation. You know the situation. So I sat down with them. And I kind of, you know, broke gave, it down to them. Yeah. How, them how things are going to do. And it, it made them feel so much more relieved relieved and comforted that because, because you was in that spot before there was no one to quarterback a situation joe at that time i don't know why i at that time I, I i stepped in and i i had to explain it to them the way things are gonna go what the doctors are gonna do what not to do what to do yeah and and thank god god used it that they were comforted yeah now now look at something amazing two things one He's already been in those talks with the doctors, right? Yeah. So God prepared him for that moment. Because, see, we don't know the time, the hour. We don't know what we're going to do tomorrow. But look how God knew that, you know, this is going to happen. And, and he's going to be preaching. He's going to yeah. be there, right? So he prepared him for that, that situation, right? But now look at this, too. God will put you in an uncomfortable predicament right now how uncomfortable was you remember he was talking about it that was like what i mean by uncomfortable was just randomly walks in to pray to not randomly but we go in there right to to pray for the baby right but out of nowhere we're in the room with the doctor so unsuspected right we had no idea Uh, well yeah like you said i was shocked I, i didn't know what to do right but look how god Put him in a situation just to show the light of God, you know, how he uses things that we've been through before to show others, to give that comfort. In a sense, and I know it's a bad illustration, but look at it as an athlete, you know, person in sports, like a quarterback, uh, wide receiver, whatever the case may be. I know it's a bad illustration. But they've seen things and done things, and that they have to come up with new things in order to make that play happen, right? So now look at it in a spiritual athlete sense. You already been through the game plan. You've seen everything. Yeah, I unfold, know the playbook, and you know the playbook. These guys didn't know, and because you took that situation and addressed it, you told them, and you know, look where they are today, and so on and so on. And that's just true. Everything. Look at you. Preach to that. Stephen might have a message to someone that lost their father and so on and so on. I have a message that when I lost my child and it hurted me so bad that I was in a dark place, so bad that I didn't want to talk to God. Yeah, you can't. I didn't want to have nothing it? to do. Can I, can I say it? Go ahead. I remember you, uh, I'm sorry for cutting you off, but you, you said at that, that point in time, right? Yeah. You told me that it was actually a point where you hated God. I you did. Said. I did. It was upset, mad. Very upset. So let, let's talk about that for a few minutes. 
because uh, let's see, we're at 23 minutes right now, 24 minutes. Let, let's talk about that for a second now. What kind of feelings was going through your mind? A lot of hate, a lot of confusion, aggravation. Um, to be really honest, uh, a person that's ever been in that predicament, they kind of would know how I feel. But to the person that don't know, you get the sense of you kind of second-guess God. And that's a bad spot to be in. Very bad spot. Probably even a, I would imagine, a, a why. Yeah. Right? Like, and you question and you do kind of in a similar way to Job, how he questioned God. See, the interesting part is with Job, everyone feels he's a faithful, he's a great servant, he's great. And he is. God says it. And he was under God's grace. Now the world comes in. We get prepared now. There's obstacles. Job always asked, why? Why did you do this? Why am I here? And he cursed why is the day this? he was born. Right. He yeah. always asked why. But we missed a big picture on how he doesn't ask, how do I get out of this? How do I do this? How do I do this? I'm lost. This, that. Job never said that. He always said, why, why, and how did I get here, and how did I get there? It was never a solution. He never asked for a solution. Yeah, he just he, wanted to know the question to his problem. He he even said, I look I look to the north, I look to the south, east, west, when I don't see you. But I know you're there. Exactly. Right? Yeah. But he could have show. he could have said, show me where you are. <laughs> He yeah. couldn't could say something like that, but he could even say, God, come to me now. I need you more than ever. But he didn't do that. He just questioned him. And see, that's the time I was at. And see, when I read Job, that hits me a very special spot. I know there was something me and my father always talked about about Job. He, and it was a scary, scary part. You see how they're saying about the wise and stuff? And uh, I read it, and I, I forgot how it goes, and I I could try to look it up now, but uh, there's a point where God talks to Joe and tells him, was you here when I created the world? Was you this, that, right? And the scariest part of that is he asked uh, Job, he said, answer me. And Job had to answer him. He couldn't, he couldn't you know, not, yeah. not answer. He had... To answer that. Because that's disrespect in its own form. Right? Yeah. And that's... So, as humans, we mess up. That That's common sense. But the the thing is, God always proves us wrong. You know what I mean? He always yeah. shows us, I still love you. I still care. So, the, the time you felt hurt, betrayed, you know, lost, confused, didn't understand, questioning. The end up was, I realized that yeah. nature takes its course. Look at... It's not God's fault necessarily. It's what nature does. Like, for example, how am I supposed to know that someone lit a fire and a house caught on fire and everything? I'm not going to blame God for it. That person or whatever happened, happened. Nature, the hey, world itself. Mistakes, its the world itself. Course. Yeah, God so showed So, see, me that. we always blame God for that situation. But, see, we never ask God, how do I get out of this situation? Just, right. why did you put me here? Why did this? Why did this? Why did that? But we don't look for a solution. And, see, when I realized that, when I was in that dark place, believe it or not, as mad as I was, and that still counts as a relationship because I actually hated him, and that's even a relationship there, that's when God came to me and he gave me a message about preaching about light and how other people shined their light on me before and I didn't listen to them. 
and how when we're in the darkness we hold like kind of like a candlestick and then we light up that other person when they're in dark so light yeah in the darkness light in the darkness so such, such as lighthouse podcast so now by the light now look at this so god shows you a message right yeah shows you about the light now even though you hated him right we could literally say no reason because we can't control god's can't. plans right we can't. so basically you hated him for no reason right yeah but look how he still he still loves you Still and he still working. loves you right now and still working with you because how old is your daughter today, Joe? My daughter is two and a half. She's coloring on walls. She's <laughs> uh, she's doing a lot. She's jumping up and down, dancing and singing off tune, but I love it. I love every bit of it. So look at the, the blessing that we can't see. The exactly. blessing that we don't know about. But the thing, I guess what I'm trying to say is regret hate hoodie bitter questioning god whatever it is we look at it in an earthly standpoint we look at it from an earthly point of view and we never look at it from a spiritual point of view if you just step back pray ask for forgiveness if you're you're upset in the prayer and if you just look back and tell god to show it to you spiritually you could see that God is preparing you for your blessing, you know, whether it's a a child uh, to get off the Hannah prayer list, uh, whether if if it's comfort because you lost someone. God is no matter what preparing our way. He's preparing us for the journey that he got for us. You know, that whatever this world is going to hit us with, those obstacles he was talking about, he's preparing us for those obstacles and uh Look at it this way. We have problems, right? Like, let's put it in the math sense problems, right? We know one plus one is two and this, this, that, and everything. But for the person that didn't know, they I had thought, to be someone to know the answer. I thought one plus one was One plus one was two. three. Oh, wow. really? Wow. No. Anyway, <laughs> whole point is someone had to have the answer to that, right? Right. So God, we went through that. We have the answer. And then God puts us with someone who doesn't know the answer. And it's our job. As someone that went through that, as Christians, to give them the answer, Amen. to give them the game plan, to be a spiritual athlete. And it's 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 kind of hard to think about as you're going through it. But whatever happens for God's glory, sooner or later. Oh, yeah. Right? But the funny thing about being used in that way is you get that sense of, I serve the Lord. Yeah. I done right. At the same time, God's getting glory, but you're making yourself feel overwhelmed, fulfilled in your relationship, overwhelmed, like, like mission accomplished. I'll I'll be honest, guys. I asked God, man, God, how did you get glory out of this when my papa and me left? Where's your glory, right? Where where is it? Exactly the same way. Where's your glory? I believe the first part of it. Was for people to see my family that they can go through something like this and not go crazy, and then the second was uh, I believe Jeremiah because the the peace. Oh yeah, for the baby. God, God got 100%. glory and he used the peace, and I I would never think at that time that I would be used in that way. But you wasn't planning this, head. Yeah. Like you know, one day I'm gonna preach to that. No, you didn't no. plan it. But 
right now, I mean, if, if the viewer is going through something hard, tough, know that God will use it for his glory either in your life or in someone else's, but he's still going to use you. No matter what. No matter what. And there's, he, there's an answer there yeah. waiting to be fulfilled and spoke to. Yeah. yeah. See, I, I like what you said. How does he get glory out of this? Because uh, when when Richie uh, left, yeah, when my father left, it was so spiritual for me. Uh, I shared this with Anthony. I don't know if I ever shared it with you, but uh, losing my father was very spiritual and uh you remember how we was just talking about god prepares your journey your way right god even prepares you when you cross the finish line right so let's go one week back before my father left right i'm going to work he tells me come here i had a dream i got to tell you about before you leave right and he's talking about a company anthony well you ever walked in a company to ask trucks and hmm. You're, you're, you have such a good relationship with the company where you could pass the secretary and you could go to the main guy's role because you're that, that close by you with the company. They yeah. know you're here to buy trucks. Yeah, man. Well, well, in the dream, there's a secretary and um, he's walking past her like he knows the boss by you, right? Okay, G, uh, what are you doing, sir? You, you Nobody can just go back there. What are you talking about? I have an appointment with God. Well, I need to verify that. She calls, well, God, there's Richie Costello here. Is he, uh, are you ready to see him? Yeah, send him in. I've been waiting for him, right? Two days after, so let's skip ahead now, two days before he leaves. Uh, this was our, uh, remember I was telling you, Anthony, about late night conversations? Mm -hmm. This was our last late night talk. He goes and he, uh, he tells me he thought about what is it like when you come face to face with God? And he said, it's so scary. Well, think about it. You're flesh, you're wicked, you're this, you're that, and you're coming before a holy God. He had that uh, that reverent fear that I always talk about, that awe-filled reverent yeah. fear. That's what, what uh, my father had. And, you know, God told him. So his thought was how scary it is to come before God. And then God told him, why are you afraid? I'm going to be the lovingest person you're ever going to meet. And then two days later, he leaves. All right, my father leaves. Wow. Now, reminiscing on that, I asked everybody in the house. Nobody knew any of these things that my father told me. Nobody knew the dream. Nobody knew... Well, God told him, but he's going to meet the lovingest person he's ever going to, uh, you know, see. Only I knew it. It's personal. Personal, right? Here's the thing. God didn't allow my father to share that with everybody, but he allowed, God allowed it to share it with me. And I didn't see it. See, this is what, where, I, where we go back to. We never look at it spiritual. We don't take a step back. We look at the, like you said, Joe, the why and this and that. And we're looking at it very earthly. I looked at it as, okay, God showing my father's stuff, but I didn't look at it as not only was my God, not only was God preparing my father for his leaving, prepared you too, but God prepared me too. He allowed my father to share that with me so I could have that security to know where my father's at and to be prepared 
you know, when my yeah. father leaves, God prepares our journeys. And with that said, because of that, and because of my father's law, because, you know, of my father, uh, losing my father, where does he, where does God get the glory in that? My father didn't leave me a uh, $2 million, a billion dollars. Yeah. Uh, you know, he left us some stuff, but it, it wasn't a crazy amount of money. It wasn't a policy. It wasn't this. It wasn't that. It, you know, he left me one and it was the greatest thing any father could leave their child. He left me the word of God. He pointed me into a relationship with Christ. And every time I look back, Joe, I remember all the times you worship God, all the, 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 the you know, how much he spent time with God and he left me with that. And that's where God gets the glory because through, look at through one man's death, it brought his son closer to God. His uh, Joey encountered God through it. You know, we got strengthened through it. We got, you know, got glory our, through for it. For example, you know how when we dedicate the babies and we do all that? Uh-huh. Okay. Your father most likely dedicated you. Yes. And teach you. And yes, learn sir. you. And look where you're at today. <laughs> yeah. So now when you dedicated your daughters. Yeah. And just like how I dedicated my kids and so on for him. You know, when they grow up, they're going to talk about the exact same thing that you're talking about now. It's letting the generation pass on. And your father stored riches in heaven just as Jesus told him to do. Because look at everything in this I world is meaningless. Heaven and earth will pass away, but God's word will be forever. forever. Amen. And that's what my father left me with. And that's where we were, you know, in such a tragic time, God gets the glory and the honor. And I thank God for that. So I, we're already at 37 minutes. So I'm going to say one last thing and then let the boys close out. Anyone who's going through hard times, we all go through them. It's It's the journey that, that uh, this world gives us, that God prepares us for. It's life in general. It happens. This world is just a pastoral. But we need to stop looking at the situation from an earthly point of view, and we need to start start looking at it spiritually. We need to pray for our spiritual eyes to open so God could work in us more. Because no matter what, we're going to move forward with God. He doesn't want us to get stuck in the past. Are we going to miss people? Are we going to think of people? Of course. It's hard to let go, and I don't think we ever really let go. But God doesn't want you stuck in the past. He wants you to move forward. So sometimes we just need to press on. Not sometimes, all the times we need to press on. So with that said, I hope that this really encouraged you guys and pray for that spiritual eye opener where you guys can look at things spiritually and to, and to reach out to other people if you need help to not battle this alone because we can battle it alone there's many a people when i was in my dark time that reached out to me and for the people that are servants we thank you for reaching out to people and keep doing it well look at this and this is um pass it to you after this anthony because First time Anthony's not the host today. Uh, look at what God done for us. You lost a child, right? But yet now you have a, a baby girl, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yet 
Tisana Mingo, the way we're talking, I'm sorry, guys, if it's a little bit embarrassing to say, but it's true. It's what happens. So now you got blessed with a daughter, right? Yep. Look at everything that I went through. I got blessed. I have my family. I have my two girls. Look at Anthony. Look at the blessing through our losses where we think we lost so much. Look how far we came and look how much we won. It may look like a loss. It may feel like a loss. But if you look at it spiritually, look how much we grew and look how much we won in Christ. All we need to do is abide in Christ. So, guys, abide in the Lord. And, uh, Anthony, why don't you take over for a little bit and close us out? Abiding in the Lord is very important. It's to stay with Him and move forward with Him uh, in all directions that He gives us to. And sometimes those directions will push you out of your comfort zone, but you need to push forward, push onto the race. Because in your race, there's going to be speed bumps. And the thing is, if there's no speed bumps, maybe you should check your pat because you might be running the wrong way. And with that said, I'm going to pray us out. Yes, sir. Devil, we thank you for this time that we could broadcast the word to your people us sinners but you made us righteous that we can read your word and spread it to your people lord i pray for the listener that they may take this to their heart lord and share it with others lord pray for the situation that's going on in the world that the coronavirus that may pass lord and i just pray for all your churches lord that they may be reopened and have a better understanding of who you are in Jesus' name, amen. 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 Prayer line, if anybody needs prayer, 888-SET-FREE. God bless you guys. We love you guys. We will see you on the next podcast.